0: Well, hello there, and thank you for tuning in to the Shameless Sex Podcast. I'm Amy, sex educator, somatic sex and relationship coach, and sex shop owner. And I'm
1: April, VP of an international high-end pleasure product company and boss queen sex toy mogul. We're
0: best friends who make our own rules about who we are as sexual beings. With everything from how to be a badass in the bedroom, to pussy praising, to top tips for bringing your relationship to the next level, we have something just for you. So sit back, relax, and and enjoy enjoy the show. Don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. Hello, everyone. ¿Qué pasó, amigos? Oh, Everywhere. Espanol, sí, señorita. <laughs> April has been in Mexico. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just San nope. Diego, which is close to Mexico. It was once Mexico. It was once Mexico. <laughs> so in so <was> Santa Cruz. <laughs> Viva Mexico. Back to it of the day. Um, so April, yeah, so we haven't seen each other since... The Oregon Symbiosis. Eclipse Festival since the eclipse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and we when we taught, so it's been a while, a couple of weeks. I went to Burning Man. I know. How was you? the playa? It was hot as balls. I heard that Sweaty it was hot. Sweaty balls. Oh my God. It was like the hottest, you know, my sixth year and the hottest year I've ever experienced. And it was almost like just trying to survive in the day because you're in the desert, right? Like, of course, there's like shade here and there, but it's, you know, tend to can Do people have enough shade. water? Yeah. I didn't see any dead people starving. You know, <laughs> That's a plus. But I'm sure there was a lot of people that got heat stroke and dehydration. And, um, yeah, it was, you know, what I would say, one of my biggest takeaways is I've been doing the festival thing and it's really awesome to teach. I taught two workshops there and I love, you know, giving back in that what way. What workshops did you teach? I taught conscious erotic touch and Ooh. my tantra class. And there, it was really, it was awesome. It was really fun. And I'm kind of like I'm kind of festivaled out. I'm kind of not a surprise, dude. Yeah, we
1: back to back to back to back to Three back of them, right? Yeah, I lived yeah. in a car for a month, yeah. and a half.
0: My partner and I had this goal of uh, going to the orgy dome. And we were saying this, we're going to the orgy dome. We're going what to go- is an orgy
1: dome for those of us that don't know? Okay,
0: so it's a dome there. It's like a dome that they have. It's called the orgy dome. And one side of it, you go in and it's for, we just want to play on our own. Like, So you go in there with another person. You can't just go in on your own and be a voyeur. You go in there uh, the outside on your own. And you can have sex with your partner or partners and other people can watch you, but they can't come and touch you and try to play with you. It has another side that's, we want to play with others. So you go in there and it's kind of like, uh, not a free for all, but Are there like condoms. I'm have, didn't go. So I don't know, okay. but I've heard well, you never ended up going. No, we didn't go. We had Damn this it. goal of going to orgy dome. And for me, it's just, I've never, I've had public sex where or not, I wouldn't say public. I've had sex in rooms where there's been other people I know in there, but not in a room with a whole bunch of strangers, and I don't even know if it's my if it's my jam. But I'm really into just trying new edgy things, and so we wanted to try it, but it just didn't. We just never got a big yes. I, this is my goal last year too, and it just never happened. So well, that didn't if happen. if anybody
1: out there has experienced the
0: orgy dome, well, I know people have gone. They love Man. it. They, but yeah, other people too. Share your orgy dome stories. I've heard. Yeah, really good that things. would be
1: great. Yeah. Share it with us, or if you have questions about. Making an orgy dome. I'm just kidding. We have no idea how to make an orgy dome.
0: Hey, before we dive into our podcast, so... um Today our topic is I totally exclude you. Do you want to talk about what you're up to? Like, yeah. I mean, God, you you don't you give zero fucks about me anymore. <laughs> she I don't see
1: her. She doesn't call. She doesn't write. She gives yeah. zero
0: fucks about what I'm doing. I do care. Well, this is the thing we just talked about. This we're like we're like we're not going to do the sex life update anymore because we are getting some feedback that some people are like just get to the point. But people,
1: we, the, here's the thing: you can't please everyone. Just like in the bedroom, some people are like Who some want people the fuck want a quick. You want a quickie. Some people want a longie. <laughs> Yeah. We're we're just going with the fact that we do us, and um, we f- we're feeling like the sex life update isn't as important. Um, well, and if mean, there it is something important that when we can share, but yeah. I feel like sex has been, you know, like. Oh. On the regular. Is actually, it because we're in relationships now? Maybe, but <laughs> I realize that I'm a horny bastard. Really? Oh, yeah. I knew it before, but like now I really got affirmation about that. I want to be a horny bastard. I'm a this horny awesome. bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like it. I, I'm in touch with my sexuality. But now I've just been working a lot and spreading the voice of hot octopus all over the globe. I'm oh, headed yeah. to Europe next month. We're going to Europe together. We'll be podcasting from Europe. Yeah, and I was in San Diego and Phoenix and... I don't know. Where else was I? I'm going to Vegas. We're going to Vegas together, too.
0: So we have some trips coming up. We got a lot of travel, yo. But in general,
1: my life is good. I want
0: to go back to how did you realize you're a horny bastard? So
1: new partnership. Uh Yeah. You know, and um, I just I was driving back up from San Diego and I was all like, you know,
0: like, I don't know what that means. It
1: (laughs) means like I was like, you know kind of PMSing, and I was like, dude... Or we being, like, demanding? Like, I want sex now! No, oh. I, I just felt like... I was like, I haven't had an orgasm in, like, 24 hours, so he's like, why don't you just cool. get out your toy, and... While you're driving? Were yeah, you in the car? well, oh, yeah. I was in the car, so I actually used the toy and squirted it all over the passenger seat Whee! twice. <laughs> oh, well, a, a... Two different a, times. Magic wand?
0: Magic wand. Magic wand, everyone. That's I the to. squirting go-to.
1: <laughs> so I literally... Pulled over on the side of the road, grabbed it out of my suitcase. He, just he has a watched? truck. Yeah, he just watched. Well, he um, fingered so me as hot. I used oh, the that's magic
0: wand. Extra, wine. I even got hotter. It was really
1: <laughs> fun. And I w- and then after I the first time I came, I was like I felt a sigh of relief and I felt so much better about my day. And I was like, he's like, wow, you're really smiling now. I was like, dude, I feel like way better he's yeah, like it makes you feel alive i had to it, it's I, life I, it force was like energy. energy it yeah. is and i needed it and i told him i'm like an orgasm a day keeps the doctor away <laughs> and this is what i <laughs> Screw need the apples. and i said if you're not you're unavailable right now you're driving i'm like if you want to feel and get up on this you're more than welcome but otherwise you're just gonna have to watch Woo! <laughs> so there, there you go there Strong you go. Strong empowered it. woman so i know gotta feel it so then the second time came because we're driving from san diego to santa cruz so it was quite quite a Feet, and um, so I was like, "Oh hey, I think I need some again." <laughs> wow. So then, yeah, I was drinking uh, uh Sophia, one of those <laughs> Francis Ford Coppola. Oh, the uh, champagne, champagne in yeah. a can. Yeah, you know that's like a good. So drinking a little bit of champagne in a can, looking at the window, working at the same time, <laughs> trying to close some deals, and then I was like, "You know what? I'm it's the, time for me to speed. have another orgasm." Yeah, and so he was like, "You are." just doing it like, I was oh, like you're a horny yeah. bastard <laughs> yep and I had a towel under me and the towel I was like gonna just go wash this for you <laughs>
0: that's awesome
1: so I'm a horny
0: bastard I like it <laughs> that's so awesome so I just want to comment on the um sex life update so everyone if we bore you with our sex life updates we're not going to keep them as long as we have in the past they're still going to come up because April and I this is actually part of our processing thing like we we haven't talked about but this is sex. also this is what we did this is what we did before we had a podcast okay we're would, doing this all the time this is and this like, is Kate, why what's we, the latest in your dating life exactly like. we're like
1: what's going on how's the sex what's yeah. happening which is what i do with my friends now yeah. like what's going on how's the sex tell me about the sex what's happening
0: and it's just yeah part of the the downloading and and also maybe it'll give some of you some ideas on ways to spice things up which is kind of close to our topic here right. which we we wanted to pull some questions for people
1: maybe that are not so niche we wanted to reach out to the masses and there's a lot of folks out there that are in relationships and monogamous relationships that perhaps want to spice things up or maybe they're feeling the... The everydayness of a relationship and sex isn't as prevalent or as frequent as it used to be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So our topic today is going to be keeping the fire burning in long-term relationships. <sighs> and you can define long-term relationships. Some people will say a month is a long-term relationship for them. And some people will say it's a year. Some will say it's eight years. So you get to define what long-term means for you before we dive in. And it's also not heterospecific. This is specific yes, for to everyone.
1: relationships in general. Yeah. And P.S., I like to point out, we do use a lot of hetero... I feel like we use hetero... Normative. Normative stuff a lot of times, and that's because... Uh, Amy and I both identify as hetero I'm heteroflexible. Amy's heterosexual. No, you like the pussy a little but bit. But I do yeah. like the pussy a little mm-hmm. bit, but I'm on a cock for the most part now. She's on the I D. All the time. She's on the D, but she's on my still own, is, I'm on my she own D. am cool on the D. Yeah. Yeah, vitamin D. Never heard yeah. anybody. No, yeah, and
0: we yeah, we were, we're, tr- we're trying to speak to everyone and so especially for something like this. This is really for everyone and I understand that You know, your queer relationship might be very different from your average straight relationship. And one straight relationship is different from the next straight relationship. So they're all different. Some of these things might apply to you and they may not. Right. Um, But we
1: like to encompass
0: everyone. Yeah, we're trying. We're all inclusive as much as we can be. And we were going to have a queer sex episode. I need to have uh, my sex educator friend Jamie on here to do that. So I can use that name because they are going they're oh. you know, sex educators. So. Awesome. Yeah. So we'll do that. But anyways, okay. So before we go into this topic, I want to do a little shout out and a plug to my mommy. Uh-huh. Oh, my mom. She's also like kind of my mom. Yeah, she is your mom. I love her so much. Your mom who I, have I celebrated like yet.
1: two it's... or three or four Mother's Days with her. I know you. you have. It's always so fun.
0: Yeah. My mommy, I And I can her. use her name too. Her name is Janice. Mommy's awesome. And I'm giving her a shout out for being super awesome. And... Um, We talk about sex toys all the time on here. We talk about how Octopus. We just talked about the magic wand. If there's anything that we talk about that you find intriguing, Mommy Dearest owns an adult store. It's called Pure Pleasure in Santa Cruz. And if you go to purepleasureshop.com, you can get any of the sex toys we have at twenty percent off. Is that what you do? No, fifteen. Fifteen. I Sorry, homies. Fifteen percent off. So when you buy something on there, if you use the coupon code um shameless PP in all caps. So shameless PP PP like pure pleasure. Shameless PP all caps. And then or you shameless PP, like my PP is so shameless. Because you know when I was little best. I called it my PP. What'd you call it a PP?
1: My vagina was my PP. Really? Yeah. Is my it pee-pee. because your brother had a PP, so you yes, had Yes. We all have pp's.
0: PP and a vv and a yeah. I had uh, a PP. I like that. It's really cute. You're, you and Barry, Barry shameless PP. Doc, no, not pure pleasure. Doc. Doc. com. All right.
1: Anyways, Uh, that's a good, that's good. Actually, I want to say, though, if you've never, if you're in Santa Cruz, if you're in Northern California, you've never been to, like, to Shameless Sex, if you've never (laughs) been to to Pure Pleasure, the store is gorgeous. It's, like, shopping shopping. At a boutique spa, it's, it's so pretty. Like your mom is such a great got it dialed aesthetic in. and she's, she knows like ambiance. So, um, and if you're not obviously in Santa Cruz and you're in Tennessee or Arkansas or Florida or Dubai. Hopefully you're in Dubai and listening. I would love I don't know that if they can order from People's at
0: Dubai. Oh well,
1: we should make that happen. <laughs> yeah. But um, the the website's really nice too, and it's not going to look dirty on your screen if you're at work. Your boss would be like, "Oh, what are you looking at? That's nice." Raunchy. Hey, not
0: raunchy. <laughs> no, it's not raunchy at all. It's only yep.
1: sweet and sexy.
0: Yeah, that's my plug. That's my plug. So shout out to mom. Okay, so. <clears throat> Keeping the fire burning in long-term relationships. Damn. 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 How, damn. How, I don't... I mean, okay, so this is like what really... Let's talk about personal experiences first, because okay, okay. I think that's
1: important. Have you had a relationship before, Miss Amy? Yes. That um, the fire... And you were in a long-term relationship a, a few times. I've had a couple. Um, that the fire stopped
0: burning, and you had to spice it up. Oh, yes... Uh... Well, okay. <clears throat> I will say that the current—I'm lo- in a long-term relationship now. We're going on four years, and um, there's many reasons why it doesn't feel like that. We have to do a lot to spice it up. Um, there's always room for more, though, right? There's always, always. room to make things more spicy. And um, but we've just been through this roller coaster, and we fulfill each other's core erotic themes. So. It's kind of like always – had, and we don't have kids. We're not married. Right. We don't even live together yet. We're moving in together soon, but we don't live together yet. So there's a, those are a lot of reasons why it's pretty easy for us right now. And so um, even though we've merged and we're in a partnership, then it isn't feeling quite like a struggle. And I think the number one thing is really we fulfill each other's core erotic themes. And if you don't know a core erotic theme, go listen to episode two. But I would say my other long-term relationship with my first love – um, you know, the, for the first year or two, we were only 18, right? So this is not a really great comparison in my uh, my book. But, you know, from the year, first year, one year, first year, you know, great sex, really connected. We weren't meeting each other's themes. It's we the didn't even three know the three rule, the three rule. Year two's still good, but yeah, once year three rolls around... Rule. I'm it's, telling you. Yeah. Like, Dude. You yeah, guys, like, why don't I? don't know it why happens. I don't want to have sex it's with like you. It's like three anymore. months,
1: three years. So, three weeks yeah.
0: usually can rule three it out. So three, three dates, too.
1: Three dates. I believe in that, too. First that two, you're is, like, Sparkily. Yeah. You're yeah. like, oh my God. And then, yeah, and it's three years, yeah. three months,
0: too. Yeah. Uh, but so I didn't mean to interrupt no, you're you. You're fine. Yeah. But yeah. totally. It is. And, and so, for us in that, it's again, it's not a good comparison because. Or a good example because we were just so young and we didn't even know how to explain what we wanted sexually because we didn't even know. In your twenties, it's hard. Yeah, I, would, I I didn't know that I liked dominance, or I kind of knew but didn't know how to say it. So what I'd say to him is say, "I want you to make me feel small because I'm over five nine, and you know he was like six feet tall." And he is, and he's I still here. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's still here. He is was he is he was and I live with him now. He's one of my best friends. Like we are in a great relationship, but we're just not in a sexual relationship anymore. And, um, so I didn't know how to explain it. I was like, I just, I know I want to feel small. Like I want to make me feel small, which really meant to me, I want to be dominated. I want to feel taken care of. No idea how to convey that. Didn't meet each other's themes. So if you're in your twenties and listening, these are things you can do to help if you're in a relationship
1: and feeling, not that you want to be dominated, maybe you want to be dominated, but these are tools you can change the, uh. The lack of well, sex. If you're, if you're, at if you're not having. any
0: age, and you're age, like, right. you're, and you're like, okay, there's a disconnect in our relationship. Like, because what ha- ended up happening is I, I didn't want to have sex with him anymore. Sex became a chore and a burden and not something I craved. I And I, and I was on birth control then. Um, you know, hormonal pills. And hormones can kill well, your sex vibe. But I blamed it on them because I right. didn't get it. I was like, I do love, Like he is, I love him so much. And I, all I wanted was to be in love with him in a way where I wanted to have sex with him and be intimately connected with him. But I just wasn't there, and I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I was like, it must be the hormones. I don't understand, blah, blah, blah. And I think would you it, still have sex with him when he wanted to, or would you kind of pass and make up excuses? A little bit of both. I w- There was a little bit of a rejection that he would receive, and also I would still have sex with him, but it was clear that I just like wasn't there. fully there. And to this day, I would say there's two things there, uh, which are great for what we're talking about here. One is the, the core erotic theme. Where I didn't fully know what I wanted, I didn't know how to convey it, and he didn't know what I wanted, and he, you know, same thing. And so he wasn't meeting my theme, and it, this, the, we weren't matching. So we, and it doesn't mean that we would never have been sexually compatible to this day. Now that I know him, still, I don't think that we're sexually compatible. And her
1: theme, by the way, of, yes, you can tune in, but of. it's, it's, yeah, want, yeah, she wants to be taken care of, but usually by a big, strong, dominant man. It's like man. Domin- It's, it's a dominance thing. She wants yeah. to be. Uh, um, feeling like the subordination clause. Yeah,
0: well, it's kind of like daddy's taking care of me. Right. I can surrender to it, and now it's funny because now and it's not like a BDSM thing no, at all. But, it's well, like it a, can be
1: why, but in your case, it's really in in that it's like most of your sexual experiences. The, you really just want to theme dominate. The theme
0: is not BDSM uh, specific, but one of the movies like the one, many outlets that I can get the theme f- fulfilled. Is is can be BDSM. It can right. be tantric. It can be BDSM. It can be all kinds of things. Now I was was going to say that you know, now now that I know him, who he is as a sexual being today, because now he's my best friend, we actually still wouldn't be compatible because he wants to feel taken care of. So, and that's, that's, Uh, there's nothing wrong uh, with that, but we would have both been like, well, I want you to take care of me and I want you to take care of me. So what do we do? And if you're in a relationship like that, where you have two themes that are, feel like they're the same or conflicting. That's what's happening with my relationship. Really? Okay. So alternating nights. So tonight totally. you're going to take care of me and tomorrow night you're going to take care of me. I'm with a giver and I'm a giver. I, I mm-hmm. come
1: when I know that my partner is going to come. I'm yeah, like, yeah. and it's really been tricky, but I've identified, the core, I've identified the core erotic theme based on like previous, you know, experiences with you talking about this. And it's been super fucking helpful.
0: Yeah. So how, yeah, explain more about that. Um, Well, I didn't want to interrupt you. I interrupted you. Oh, no, no. We're flowing, Chip. We're flowing. Oh, we're (laughs) flowing. We're we're one. You and I. We're We're singular. Yeah.
1: Um, So that was something that came up initially because um, we kept running into these roadblocks of no orgasm for either of us. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? I am like a pro at having dudes have an orgasm possibly you know mostly. making them come making them come so goal oriented <laughs> yes i'm a goal. i'm a fucking achiever She's i'm a, a doer yeah. <laughs> closing so... deals closing deals the <laughs>
0: orgasms are deals
1: pretty much so i was like what's going on he's like i can feel your energy and i'm feeling as though like you're not going to come i'm like because i'm waiting for you to come and i know you're not going to come he's like god, you get a double psycho yeah i'm like well dude you're in your head he's like you're in your head i'm like fuck i know damn it so i was like i'm gonna get in my body Body. And I think what we should do is a 50-50 roll. And because I'm I love the grind, he loves the pump. Oh, yeah, yeah. So a little pump and a little grind. Yeah. So we we'll do 50-50. So, <laughs> so bunk, I, damn I like being on top, but I also like I I am not only a dominator. I do like to be dominated, but it's like a time and a place for me. And um with uh this particular situation, I realized that. It's like literally 50 50. So I'll get on, I'll like, we'll do a preemptive uh, touch up on me, like, pre, like before playtime. So I'm using my toy. I'm like, he's going down. And I'm like, okay, I'm feeling it. I'm like, okay, get inside of me. Hurry. And like, cause like things are happening. And then I'll get on top and then, um, right now i'm like let's do the, the grind and then he's like okay i'm feeling the pump coming on i'm like yes because i know he's gonna about to come so it's been working good but it's all about communication oh yeah and so i worked it out we realized early on that we're both such givers so we mm. have to split the things 50 50 whether it's one night or yeah. um in a night or funny. you guys
0: are the opposite of where where I'm, where my issue was like two receivers. Yeah. And you're, and, and you know, receivers who still like to give and be in service, but like really like to receive. And you guys are like, but we like to be in service. <laughs> <laughs> we just do. Oh, you just do. I'm a
1: doer. Yeah. So that being said, I think, um, in a new relationship, I think the most uh, beneficial thing you can do to achieve what you no, want not just is new
0: relationships. I,
1: well, I know, yeah. but I think that, in my situation, let mm-hmm. me be yeah, like yeah. specific. In my situation, communicating. It's the first time I've ever done that in um, a committed relationship. When I was with my tears before, I was communicating because I just didn't give a fuck. Yeah. But usually I play this role of, oh, I'm this sweet little housewifey kind of thing. Like, do whatever you want. It's going to be okay. But now I'm communicating with my partner. And it's fucking liberating.
0: Yeah, makes a big, big so difference.
1: That's that's what, what happened. And honestly... Um, I have to share with everyone out there that's listening. It's not easy to communicate and be intimate. Like it's hard to get in touch with your inner it, self it ain't easy. No, <laughs> and being vulnerable. And this is the thing. And I've had to drag out some vulnerabilities this week, this mm-hmm. week, because I, and I, I totally outed my own weakness and I said, I was weak. I, I, I got
0: weak about some, some X stuff. Weak meaning vulnerable, vulnerable, uh, jealous, scared. I I got insecure. Weak. I don't. Okay. I know. Correct me. I'm going to correct you with a little judgment. Yes. uh, Slash correction. Um. Okay. Let's reframe because I would call calling it weak to be vulnerable is not to me. Wouldn't is not empowered. Um, Well, I I doesn't make you weak to have feelings. Right. right. So, but
1: in my upbringing and yeah. in all of my of experiences, this is, this is the shame. Vulnerability, that you're, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. So, so the weak weakness being feeling vulnerable was weak to me. So,
0: so here's I, the example of the stuff constantly doing the work. Exactly. Like, even you, even every me, minute. Even yeah. now. Oh, me too, all for sure. the time. Yeah, and I get that. I totally get that. I, you know, I had that too at one of the festivals where I felt a little bit of jealousy or whatever come up, and I was trying to just stuff it, and it's just yeah it is a similar thing so yeah it's it's a normal feeling to have but so anyways, even when cool. you're an
1: empowered human you can still have these moments of um total and utter vulnerability where you 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 kind of stuff them until you explode. <laughs> well, I didn't explode. I realized what I was doing and I, I and I was in tune with it, but I realized the experience I was having with my partner that I needed to address within myself. I was like, "What is giving me these emotions?" So, um I think if you're in a long-term relationship or short-term or whatever term, whatever relationship you're in, if you're feeling feelings about a situation what, regardless of it's another person, another a sexual experience, whatever it is, kind of get in touch with with like what's going on inside of you, and sometimes it's hard to verbalize, but incorporate some of the tools like the power posing and yeah. all of those things, and do what, the breath episode work.
0: Episode fourteen had a lot of information about yes. that about uh, the sexual empowerment. Uh, Was it erotic? Step into your power. That's
1: yeah. exactly what I did exactly. to get in touch with. What was I was feeling? The I feelings, did like, yeah. I was like, "What? Why is this happening?" And I said, "Okay, I'm gonna out my weakness right now, my vulnerability, Your fear. my fear." Yeah. And I said, "My fear is I've fucking been abandoned my whole life, and I'm afraid that like I don't give you enough sex, or I don't give you enough this, or I don't, the not, I don't enough-ness. Yes, yeah, not enoughness, yes, not enoughness, and the don't, 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 I don't do this, and it's so important to remember that we're only human and we we're creatures of habit. So yeah. I feel. Um, I feel so much better now that I did talk about it and it's out to my partner and I feel like
0: um, we made such a massive It's a breakthrough. That's big yeah. because those kind of things when you can get through the mountains of things like, hey, I have a thing. And even if you were to say it and they were to be triggered by it, and all of a sudden it's a big deal, but you still work through it. Maybe it takes a week to work through it. He was things. triggered, for He's sure. He was triggered, yeah, okay. right? So you work through it. But when you guys get through the hard things like that, it brings you closer together. Because now your weakness that you you know thought was weak, that thing that you thought was weak, it's now been made... It's been accepted. It's been loved. It's been nurtured. It's the, that, And it's healing the old I'm not enough thing or yeah. the, the story of I don't want to be emotional. I don't want to be vulnerable. I don't want to be a hysterical woman. Um, and so when we get through those things, it really creates deeper connection as well as heals too. Yeah, It's like – and I have heard couples like on the note of long-term relationships. I've had some couples be like, relationships should be easy. You know, people have been together like six years. Like, who the fuck told you that? And I I don't think that they can't not be, you know, they, 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 that I think they can be easy, but I'm wondering if the people that have easier relationships, there isn't a lot of deep connection or conversation. Look at parental. Units and like their
1: relationship with their children, like the business. people they birth. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like if those relationships with even your parents are tricky at times. Oh, rela- all, rela- friends, all relationships. Friends, relationships. They all take a, a, a bit of your own self work, self value, what you can bring to the table emotionally, physically, and, and also what you can bring to the table for, for yourself and loving yourself is the first fucking key of it's course it always starts with self. yeah
0: well and i would say that in that romantic relationships or intimate sexual relationships they are different than relationships with, with you know friends and you know all and, and business relationships because they are reminding us of our parents we're the triggering old stuff with our parents oh. and maybe you're one of those lucky people who didn't have a whole bunch of trauma with your parents you probably had a little bit but you didn't have a whole bunch um, but then you probably had it in relationships with, uh, you know, the people that you usually date, the gender, the sex of the people you usually date, and so our new partners they'll do something. You have abandonment stuff, right? Oh, so like 100%. it's from daddy. It's from past partners. You know, it's coming up from all if over If act a certain way. No one's going to love me because
1: yeah. I'm the crazy one or I can't I'm, be too much. Yeah. If or I'm too enough. much, yeah. no, everyone's going to leave me. Yeah. I mean, that's totally the, the movie that plays in my head all the time. And I have to consistently remember I am good. I am amazing. I am me. I'm going to continue to be me. And the people that choose to love me, I accept into my life, and I choose Mm -hmm. to love them as well.
0: Yeah, so in in our relationships with our lovers, we have the room there to help each other heal. Like, it's not that I'm going to heal you, you know. It's that for my partner, it's that I'm going to hold space in such a way and allow and accept and still love them and their vulnerability in a way that heals old stuff when someone didn't do that. And that's really, really powerful. And it's not fucking easy. So when I hear couples be like, it should be easy. You know, should I? when I had an easy relationship, that same partner that I was dating where we stopped having sex after two years, that shit was easy because yeah. we weren't talking about the stuff. We weren't pointing out the elephant in the room. Like, Hey, we're not having sex anymore. Hey, we're not communicating anymore. Hey, we're not spending time together anymore. We're doing our own thing. And that was really easy. And we would kind of like boast about it. Oh, yeah, we only fought twice in our relationship. Oh, yeah. And it was because we weren't working through the things. We were like putting it on the back burner. And so, yeah, some of us, maybe we have more dramatic relationships than others. And I would choose to have a relationship that has a whole bunch of bullshit over a Easy, empty relationship any day.
1: And this is like my one of my favorite quotes through my divorce. It was like something that empowered me. I've said it before with any death comes rebirth, and death meaning with the death of an emotion. With that, like, so even if it's a fight, and some people fight just to fight so they can have the makeup sex, which is
0: if you can be hot and also can
1: be really disconnected. Yeah, you have to make sure that you're, you you know,
0: kind of doing the things that are. That stuff can be really, you can have the makeup sex, it can feel really good in the moment, and then after, like, and then maybe, like, a couple hours after later that day, you feel great, and then you guys disconnect, and the next day, it's a deep drop, like, oh, People tend to repeat the same patterns, which is also
1: something I'm working on in my new partnership, not repeating the same patterns, which is me uh, immersing, immersing myself in my work and not paying attention to my partner. So... Okay. Oh, oh cuz you that's what you are doing. That's that's what I uh, that is, is that's the my thing. history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, we're planning a trip to Europe. You and I are going. He's going to meet me there. I'm all all right, we need to talk about Europe. You need to get into my schedule. What time can you meet on Thursday? And me, he's me, like, me, me, me. do you want me to call your assistant? Cause you're a jackass right now. And I was like, <laughs> Oh shit. Uh. I'm like, um, Oh, this is my pattern. And this is what I do. I mm-hmm. calendarize everything. And then I, I'm like, I, this is not a business meeting. This is yeah. me having a relationship. And I do this with my friends too, at times. Close I mean, you, talked to, me. you yeah. talked to me, you talked to me about it. You're like, oh, you're not closing a deal right now, yeah. Chip. You are <laughs> Slow down, Chip. making a dinner plan. And I'm like, well, I, so I like that. So yeah, I like that. He called that out. He did. And I said, thank you. I yeah. appreciated it. I said, thank you so much. I'm working on that. I'm literally going to do my very best to change that. And I think that's, again, when you're an insecure person you're going to get on the defense and I got on the defense at first I was like why are you getting angry with me like why are you like right mm-hmm. so instead I shifted it you you, like, you, you, you 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 oh you did that I oh, did it oh. for a minute empowerment
0: out the window but, but we all see, do this we all I do this too but this worry. is good to process <laughs> yeah.
1: so I said okay I said I'm um, you know let me let me let me backtrack and say thank you for addressing that with me I'm actually really working on that and I want to do better so, yeah. so I appreciate how are you do that better? So I am not scheduling meetings with him about Europe. I said, like, "Hey, tomorrow we're hanging out. Let's uh let's like look at Google together and like look at some places in Croatia that we can
0: stay at." Yeah, plan together. Right. This is so I it's funny, you and I have such overlap. I mean, even though I've been with my partner off and on for 4 years, I am just learning how to be. So, this applies to long term relationships. Maybe some of you have experienced this as well. Especially those uh, how, folks that
1: are in like serious
0: jobs so or. How to be a team player. Yeah. Like, we, you and I are both so used to being the self sufficient woman taking care of ourselves oh my God, totally. and also the fear of putting so much of our eggs in one basket and that we, we might get abandoned. You just and left. nail on yeah.
1: head. Yeah, yeah,
0: Totally. That is so, Oh my God. So we're, Fuck so yeah. we're trying to learn. And so my partner has been doing an excellent job at like where, where this is the one, he's the one that's kind of in the past has like been, had more of a history of messing up in our relationship. And lately he's been schooling me. He's been like, Teaching me on how to be a partner and to not do what you're doing. Like I'm just going to plan this thing, and I'll just let you know, and you can you can well, follow my Well, I'm going to need soup. your, I guess, your help. And it's a new, it's a reframing. It's, it's well, a reframing totally.
1: of thinking. Like it's okay. a reconditioning your brain. It too. is. I it's a creating a new neural pathway. Right, and I and I am really. I'm cognitive when it comes to a lot of things, people's emotions and like making everyone feel good and fixing things and making everyone happy and trying to help people be happy. Obviously you can't make anyone do anything, but I do my very best to, to neutralize situations and, and create like positive experiences for everyone that surrounds me. But I, I tend to do exactly that, like be this independent powerhouse woman. That's like, no, this is fucking how I roll. Like we're going to do this and I know it's going to be great.
0: Yeah. 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 So you can follow me. And then they're like, Where's the team player here? Where's the partnership? And when, so I've had this stuff with my partner and, and like all I want is to be a team player and be like, this is all my, he's offering me all my dreams to be in this connected relationship where we're creating together and building together. And I still have these moments where I'm just like Amy mode. And I, and so it's a learning process. And part of it is working through the fear of if I give you too much, that you might still hurt me. Yeah. Right? If I put all my eggs in your basket, if I let my guard down, you might still abandon me. It's a self-protective mechanism because we're so used to operating that way. Well, Daddy issues.
1: Well, (laughs) I tell you, my... My dude's pretty smart cuz he yeah. said that he's like I'm right here I'm not going in. Good anywhere. I'm so glad I know he's like hey cheers I, to that we're drinking our
0: wine we go, oh you you wow girl. Oh yeah we're
1: drinking really great it's actually so I'm not a chardonnay Me person neither are you It's good and this is a great chardonnay it's unoaked, so it's fucking fantastic What is it what is it called Rombauer, mm. Mm. it's like thirty bucks a bottle. But it's
0: great, delicious. yes yeah, So <laughs> shout out, shout out to your man. I just cheers him with my well, yeah. And this is like his recommendation,
1: so it's a good, it's a good time to cheers it. But yeah, he said that on the phone. He's like, I'm right here. I'm not he going anywhere. It was
0: good wine. Oh my god, he's been-
1: <laughs> <laughs> he can be fine at five, five, five. hot bag <laughs> Big deal. So we, let's get back to the message I okay. had here. So, so keeping the fire burning. Long keeping term the fire burning. And you. so we've we both... We talked about ourselves. We talked about ourselves. And, and <laughs> 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 it's hard not to sometimes, but we both have had a, a lot of dynamic experiences with relationships in and mm. out of. And I think that it's important. And we also have good tools to combat sexless relationships or infrequent sex rela- in relationships. Yes. And I think it's important to know that, you know... Of course, there's no expert in this. Every relationship is different. They're all different. Everyone is going to handle things differently. But tools that are proven to help you get to places that have been effective, that have been used, Mm. are going to bring you to hopefully where you want to be.
0: So I want to start with uh, something i probably talked about in past podcasts. So long-term relationships, there's a concept called uh, desire discrepancy, meaning One partner has a desire, has more sexual desire than the other. Maybe one has no sexual desire. One partner has sexual desire, but there's a discrepancy in it. They're different. They're on different levels. And actually it's more common than not. Very rarely are there sexual relationships where both people are like, I want to fuck six days a week. Quite often it's, especially as time goes by, things shift. So if you're one of those people where you're like, oh my God, what's wrong with me? Also
1: travel comes into play.
0: Travel a like, bit well, and then you have kids,
1: right? Kids, work,
0: things are things. exhausted.
1: You're yes, just having and I'll, baby. Like,
0: I'll we'll talk about the exhaustion right. piece in a second. But yes. there's things that come into play that get in the way. But you, I, I would say, if you're someone like desire discrepancy, meaning if you looked at your overall week of how often you wanted to have sex without all the things getting in the way, what would that look like? And there's a discrepancy that's, there. that's an
1: amazing, actually, that's an amazing thing thing to do. So you can get clear about your affirmations. Write down what you want out of your life, what you're going to do, what you're going to achieve, how much money you're going to make. But write down how many times you want to have sex in a week. How many times? With your partner or with yourself or whoever. Write that down. Or just voice it.
0: Write it down and then talk to your partner. And and I I learned about this. Uh, I'm not... I'm going to quote Dr. Drew right now. How cliche. But I really loved what he said. He's got some good stuff. He's got some great stuff. And I loved what he said helping someone. Who, uh, it was a woman calling in saying, you know, my partner wants to have six, six, day, six days a week. I'm only like two days a week. I feel like he's pushing me too much. He's asking too much. And like, you know, and I'm like, I'm tired half the week and I don't even want, blah, blah, blah. I shouldn't have to do this. And, and so what he said is one, tiredness. So if you're deathly exhausted, like say you had a terrible night of sleep the night before. you slept. And I've had girlfriends say that. I'm like, how many times are you having sex with your partner? And they're
1: like, oh, I'm just so tired. I work so much. We use
0: tired so often as an excuse. Now, if you are deathly tired, like you have the flu, you're exhausted. Your kid kept you up all night the night before. You uh, just are having like tantrums and nightmares and you're just not sleeping. We get it you're exhausted. If you're just tired from your 8 to 5 job and maybe you have kids too and like we are all fucking busy peeps, like we're all tired off and on and you're falling into that being the primary excuse for why you can't connect with your partner. Um, and Dr. Drew was talking about reframing that because there's there's ways to work around that. That's not if a you're watching no. TV. After work, yes. if you have time to sit down, and watch TV, and go on Facebook, Clo-
1: yeah. yeah. If you're on fa- exactly Facebook, Instagram. is a is yeah. a way to literally suck out all of your sexual energy. It's a
0: distraction. Turn
1: all of that stuff off. Turn off your television. Turn off your social media. No,
0: and I, light a, a candle after your kids in go to bedrooms. Bed. Look, and this is I'm I'm gonna judge right now. Like oh, I'm gonna judge hard. I'm gonna judge a don't little be a judge-er. bit. Okay, this is I'm a not judge. gonna don't you.
1: Oh my god, we're doing don'ts and oh, shuts and shuts. So,
0: <laughs> we're we're backtracking. <laughs> Damn um, it. No, t- I, and I'm like you can have a television in your bedroom, but if you're someone who's feeling disconnected with your partner in the sexual realm and you watch T V before going to bed, that might be one of the first things you wanna stop doing. In Feng Shui electronics are actually they're um, not
1: only um, not recommended, but they're actually, they could be debilitating because of the, um, all of the, the the, mag- waves, the, the, yeah. the waves, the magnets, electromagnetic, like electromagnetic, electromagnetic, yeah. yeah, good job. Hey, the radioactive I have a lot waves. Of, you know, the, the
0: people, the, the anti-cell phone people, they're like,
1: EMF waves, EMF. Right. Yeah. yeah. I know
0: all about those. Hippies. I mean,
1: I have a television in my bedroom, but it only has Netflix and I only watch it like when I'm by myself because yeah. I, um, I'm just like in my room probably one week a month and it's rare. I'm not saying
0: that you can't do that. But I have to say, my partner watches
1: TV on a regular in his room and I've shut it off. I said last night when I got back home,
0: I said, hey, can we shut off the TV and connect? Or connect, have sex, then turn the TV on. You know, like create your time. There's there's just, everyone's finding every fucking excuse in the book to dodge connection. And I get it because connection, especially when we're tired... Is hard and exhausting. But actually look at your partner. Be like, hey,
1: look at me. Let's turn off all the things. Any, Let's just hold each other. You don't have to necessarily yeah, have, have to penetrative talk. sex or, or any even sex. talk or you can just, just lay there, just
0: lay there and hold each other or breathe together, make out side by side, breathing together in right. a spooning position for five minutes, simple things.
1: These are small little changes that you can do that are so easy. Yeah,
0: that's actually, on. I want to talk about that one more time on a, um, for couples who are really busy. Cause we like talking about like the busy working people, you know, they and, go and do yeah. their things all day and they come back and they have that normal, how was your day? You know, that like monotonous conversation when like people are having, half listening and they're like how do we connect um one really great tool there to be, yeah is to not even get into the conversation go right into like laying down next to each other in a spooning position the little spoon gets to lead the breath so you're laying down side by side big spoons behind the little spoon little spoon leads the breath leads the breath. So when they inhale big big spoon inhales with them and then they exhale together and they just do that for five minutes no conversation no moving just laying there. So let's do a role play thing right now. Okay. So, so you, let's say you are you
1: consistently, we can't connect. Uh-huh. Okay. Like I get home day after day and this happened me with too. my ex. I yeah. can tell you my ex, my ex, like we, we get into like the small, the root, talk, yeah, the small talk, the routine, routine where he yeah. had dinner for me when I get home. Cause like I worked long hours and I'd be like, so how was your day? And it was like bitter Betty, you know? Yeah. And so, just, okay. Mm, so mm. how was your day? Oh, let's say, okay, wait, yeah. I'll be the angry spice. You're going to be like, okay. Hey,
0: what's up? How was your day? I had such a good day. I, Closed so many deals today. How was your day?
1: I don't know. Not that great. It's it's okay. I That's it.
0: Really? Do you want to hear about? My I don't day? really want to talk about it. Really?
1: What about my day? Can I tell you about my day? Um, I mean, I I I don't know. I, like, I don't know if I want to. You
0: always it. do this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now that was that was the un unempowered uh, the version. Okay. So here is the empowered version. Okay. Hey, what's up? I had such a good day. I closed so many deals. Can I, how was your day? What's going on? Uh, I'm feeling okay. I made you dinner.
1: You did? Oh, I'm so,
0: I'm, I'm kind of tired though. Yeah. Oh, I'm tired. You a long day. Yeah. Okay. Me too. I'm, thank you so much for making me dinner. That was so thoughtful. Um, You're welcome. I would love to connect with you. Can we just, would you be open to maybe we could just lay down and breathe together for five minutes? And like then one could... after dinner? No, like right now. We just right continue now? some conversation for five minutes. What about minutes. the food, though? I cooked all this food. Uh, we could <laughs> we could we could eat that first and I feel like our connection would be even better as we eat if can we, we just turn off this.
1: the TV then I would love that
0: alright that's oh sounds my God. good oh I'm so excited I miss, I miss you <laughs> I miss you too I don't even want this
1: food anymore
0: <laughs> fuck this food <laughs> <laughs> okay so then we would lay down and I would be in front I'm the little spoon and you're the little spoon or so whatever so what do
1: we do now that we're laying down
0: so we're silent we're wrapped around each other so you're behind me we'll say you're big spoon I'm the little spoon and I'll lead the breath so when I inhale you just breathe me you inhale And so our bellies and hearts kind of move together and we're just breathing together. And it's just for a couple of minutes. And all we do is breathe together and focus on the breath. And what happens here is when people, you know, after five minutes, little students like, okay, we're good it's as if they had a two-hour conversation and everything is connected now. All their guard is dropped, like all the stuff from the day. They're like, we don't even need to fucking talk about our day. Now I'm here. It's just me and you. This tool is brilliant for busy days when you're trying to reconnect or you just have a disconnection or you're in an argument and you're like, I want to connect with you, but I'm feeling really weird. You just throw this in for five minutes and it can be really healing. Remember, it's your partner
1: too for a reason. You connected with this person for a reason. So if you're feeling like the the physical connection is not there and it's not present then become present with your partner again you remember the reason that you connected with them in the first place count on that and be like hey i fucking love you i want to connect with you i like even if it's on a weekly
0: basis i i i need this for me Mm -hmm. and it's in in those moments out out the the discomfort like Say you're feeling really disconnected but you want to connect. Like this comes up when we have our insecurities, right? Like uh, an example would be like I'm out at bringing me and my partner and I just want to like kind of just like connect to them somehow and I see them out there connecting with everyone else except for me. and And so I could go and out it like, hey, I'm feeling kind of insecure and also like I really want to connect with you. Can we just have like 10 minutes together and then go into her like and just out it and really ask for what it is that you're designing cuz what people do is they don't ask for it and they build resentment. And remember, come from a me place what you
1: yeah. are asking for. It's not you're not, you're out there telling me you never do this for me. It's like, "Hey, me. I need this. Yeah. This is what I want from yeah. like I not even from you, just this is what I want. Yeah. This is what like really would needs. bring me joy." Yeah. And I I I love you. I miss connecting with you. I love talking to you. You're an amazing fucking human. That's why I married you. That's why I'm in a relationship with you. That's why I've had children with you. That's why so I'm here with you in this home. Um, I want to connect with you. Yeah. You're and I my person. you're my person. I was just
0: giving relationship advice today to someone that is, has been negotiating in a, an open relationship with their partner. And uh, I was talking about the power of if you're in a long-term relationship with someone, um, there's a lot of really sacred connection there in time. It's an investment. It is. This relationship that you've built, whether it's a year, it's four years, it's 80 years, it's whatever, there is so much investment in there, that and especially if you're still feeling like that your person that you're with is your person, that is some powerful shit. And so, when the insecurities are coming up, especially these people trying to negotiate this open relationship, to remember that this is this beautiful thing that gets hard sometimes, and is uncomfortable sometimes, and sometimes I don't even want to fucking look at you, and... You're my person, and we've put so much into this. That is sacred. That's really special.
1: And if you had children with them as well, that's even—I oh mean—that's next level sacredness. Super and next level.
0: Let's talk about the children piece here too, right? About how um, how much having children and we changes have, relationships. Uh, both Amy and
1: I have tons of close friends with children, or that are having children. Yeah. And I do have to say, like women constantly, um, at least to me, express. How their bodies have changed, or their sex drive has changed, or they don't their time. lifestyles yeah. have changed, yeah. and they have no more time for sex, yeah. and my answer to them is always, you do have the time, yeah,
0: do you want, yeah like you do, were saying? I see you go on, on social yeah. media yeah. liking
1: my fucking Instagram yeah. stuff, you have the time yeah. it's you you have the means as well now it's one thing if it's like you know your your pussy is not you know, where you want it to be with uh like pain or something if you're in pain. Like some people are like, I, I just have pain when I have sex. I'm like, well, okay, then the maybe biggest, talk sorry, to your doctor. Yeah, go to a doctor to your doctor. Yeah. yeah. But it's important to know that you can always make time for the things that you really value in your life. Always. And that's mm-hmm. a rule with it anything oh yeah even with friends like you're like oh this friend always hits me up i can't I'm make so time busy i'm like, so busy let's get clear you it, really
0: just don't want to spend time with that person exactly and
1: it's okay and if you really really want to you can make time you can do it right now mm-hmm. and if you are wondering like how i'm so busy i have three kids i have four kids i have one kid it's screaming Keeps him until three in the morning alright, that's fine. I get it. Or they're breastfeeding and, you know, they're oh, yeah. you're exhausted. Just, you might not but... be having
0: sex as much as you used to. Like, right. I understand that. And your sex has changed. Like, this is what happens when you have kids. We age. You know, we get an injury. Sex changes. And we change with sex. So, um, there's two things there that are, are possible. So, you have kids, right? Or maybe you just have, like, a really crazy busy job. Or you have a crazy busy job and you have kids. Whatever. Like, life is stressful and there isn't a lot of time. Now, you have two options. One one the kid is asleep and that is your little, little moment of quiet you have a That's moment of quiet in your like, home like hey that i know it. this is feeling really rushed but we need to connect right now and maybe penetrative sex isn't on the table and maybe you start to but the kid maybe you up. can do the breathing connection maybe, maybe you, you can just incorporate make out a sex maybe toy. you just rub Grab each other queen bee yeah. Yeah. from
1: Han octopus Grab it. Every you, little put bit it on counts. your vulva. I'm a vulva Ooh. owner. That helps me Queen every B-O time. Feel
0: good on all, all over the body. I mean, for the vulva. But it, like, use some Uber
1: can lube run. and give an HJ if hey. you have a penis owner in your home that you want us
0: pleasure or you want to feel pleasure so from. You're, you're trying to find these windows to, so the, some of the windows are like we literally have a half an hour because we know our kid only naps for half an hour or. Um, it's my lunch break from my crazy busy job, and I won't get to see you because by the time I get home tonight, you're going to be sleeping. So, this is all we have to connect. Make it sexy, too. Be like, hey, let's fuck on the dryer. Or, yeah. Let's go, turn yeah. on the
1: dryer. There's, While it's drying clothes, let's options, fuck on the fucking dryer.
0: Or, like, let's just make out and, like, and rub each or, other. Yes, or, let's, do would, that. let's just, like, lay here. And, it, there's so many things. Like, it doesn't have to be this. Let's turn on Sesame Street and pretend we're Elmo and Big Bird. <laughs> yes. And then have sex? <laughs> yes. yes. What would that sound like? Oh, my <laughs> God. God. <laughs> I love That's like Elmo. I, I, know l- I don't I know I even what Elmo is. He's...
1: What is Big is Bird? That my, sound like? Is that
0: a gendered? Like, would you call no, him a he? They're non gender Oh, they aren't. I don't awesome. know. Yeah, I'm sure. We're... <laughs> Even better. is Big
1: Bird gendered? No, that's why I love Sesame Street. It's totally out there. Oscar the Grouch sounds like a grouchy old man. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. And Bert and Ernie would definitely a gay couple. Awesome.
0: <laughs> okay, um, so yes, back yes. to the message at hand. All right, back. So the, now from our sponsors, of Sesame Street. <laughs> um, I want to comment on Sex Drive and. Um, Spontaneous versus responsive sex drive. And well, I've talked about this in the past.
1: Hormones, totally. I want to say from a from a woman that ate sex. I'm uh, sorry. What ate, did you eat? <laughs> I, said, I ate sex. <laughs> I ate... She ate sex, I ate contraception, <laughs> contraceptive pills for
0: years and years and years. It well, might I be the you wine. Ate I think them. like usually people take the pills. I ate pills, <laughs> ate pills,
1: ate pills <laughs> that were like combating Let's get real, me getting you pregnant. Them. I swallow <laughs> them. the pills, but I'm saying my sex drive was totally fucked. And I'm a sexual human. You hear me? I'm a horny bastard, as we addressed earlier. A bastard. <laughs> I know. I mean, I have a father, but you know, I'm not like Jon Snow. Really I'm not Jon Snow. <laughs> <laughs> so. I... I literally had no sex drive forever and I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I can totally connect with that because I went, I didn't talk about this in the beginning and I won't talk about it long because we only have, you know, a short amount of time here on the podcast, but in my first long, um, six year relationship with my first partner that was significant, I, um, had zero to no sex drive like ever.
0: I know that feeling.
1: I was on, um, oral contraceptive contraception. Um from the time I was 15 no 16 until I was thir- 32 and I'm 35 now. You were on, on it that long? I was on it that I did a, a few different tests on okay. other things I did the IUD I did um uh the Nuva ring I tried everything everything and we're going to do a fertility episode because I do think that it's important to know that like there are other options than um, the birth control that 's out there there 's actually natural options that are that can be very successful, but the point is, and you 're going to address it, Amy. Um I think probably more in depthly but I can I can feel like from a woman's perspective and men I know that heart medicine can affect sex drive Depress depre- depression medication can affect sex oh, yeah. sex drive um different sorts of of medication for all different things like prior you know there's okay. t- so many different things
0: uh, 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 sorry the main thing <laughs> that affects sex drive yes hormonal birth control yes um medications that we're taking And especially if it's SSRIs for depression things, and it's usually just disconnection. It's usually lack of communication. Like, so I'm not saying that these things aren't valid. So I'm saying that those things are important and I will prioritize the fact that the number one disconnect with people is... Um, that they're not talking about what's up. They have built layers of resentment. You're right. And I didn't talk to him about anything. Yeah. Stuff, stuff, holding stuff, it was stuff, all stuff, 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 whatever. So you think of your relationship right. that it has a foundation, right? The foundation is is with the connection that you're building. And you get a crack in it. Oh, shit. You Every time you walk in the door, you don't hug me, but I'm not going to say anything, but it really hurts me, but I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to hold it in. And now every time they walk in the door, you get resentful because they don't do that thing. Right. And now you're building a case, and now you have a crack in the foundation. And it's going to be there until you you're building it. a case that
1: you only are the ones that are pre- presenting the case to yourself, to yourself present you're it to yeah. the other person yeah. in a very loving way yeah. where you're going to get the results that you want.
0: Totally. And Which
1: is what I, in, in retrospect, would have done differently now. Now, now knowing. Now that yeah. I'm like a more conscious, empowered human. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's and it's big. So it's not to say that there aren't like, you know, symptoms or symptoms, things that come from what we're putting in our bodies, you know, SSRIs and, and other medications. And a lot of it is based on something that we're kind of contributing to or creating or lack of what we're putting into something so
1: your message right now as to what i just said is that to look really look deeper it wasn't the birth control probably it probably could have been not. it could have affected but it was it more was, or less my communicative it's probably structure that you, there's, there's
0: deeper things there and and like in from from what i'm seeing people like yes i know so i'm saying that the things you know those pills that you're putting in your body they do have an effect on you and well, what, they can affect cocks for sure. I know that kinds of things. And that hot
1: octopus can help if you don't want to pay for Viagra, that can help you get
0: totally you know, an with, erection. But and, and so, and even with Viagra, okay, let's talk about Viagra and you know, the, that disconnected people. People who aren't getting erections, sometimes it is a blood flow thing, sometimes it's based on the medications they're taking, it's an age thing, and a lot of times it's because there's shame. And there's a lot of stuff that's not being talked about. It's my partner gets mad at me or irritated or let down when I don't get hard. And now I'm not getting hard even more because I'm psyching myself out. So now I'm going to start taking those pills all the time to get myself hard whenever I want to. And we've talked about this before. Yeah.
1: Remember something. And this is something I've used in my current experience because my partner has been in his head before and been unable to get a hard cock. He's like, it's an Adderall dick. You know, (laughs) I'm like, hey, first of all, It's okay. We're not, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. Yeah. There's no pressure on you. So, that is something I think a tool that we've talked about before that's useful. No pressure. No pressure. Just the love. Yeah. Like, feel the love. And even if it's not, you're not in love with the person. Let's say you're just in a casual situation. Still feel the love. Put out love. Yeah. That's important. Like, yeah. be like, you're okay. I really adore you. I'm here with you in this intimate experience. Or you just want to fuck it out. Still, if you want to fuck it out, just praise the dick then, or praise the pussy,
0: or praise all the pussies or all the dicks or all the, all or the, the bits, and maybe you don't call it a dick or a pussy. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, whatever, whatever, You're doing whatever you want to call it. I like the word bits. The gems. Okay, so long tangent. Spontaneous sex drive, <laughs> <laughs> bringing it back, it's versus responsive. So in long term relationships, okay. So say we're year one, we're brand new, we're just starting this relationship. Ooh, this is super exciting. We're in this lust phase. Yay, I just want to fuck you all the time because you're all new and shiny and that lasts anywhere between six months to a year. Maybe it's only two months. It depends on you.
1: Sometimes three years.
0: Usually it starts to fade after a year. Unless you're doing long distance all the time or you're in a roller coaster relationship where it's always exciting because you never get to see them or they're always hurting you and then you have makeup sex. But usually it's... That's like a year is a pretty good stint in the lust phase. Now... Uh, Spontaneous sex drive. April's identifying herself as a horny bastard. And um, I don't know if your horny bastardness is... It's not sounding like it's just because you're in a new relationship. It's just like you realize that's just who you are. Now... Quite often, spontaneous sex drive, when it continues past less phase, is more common in testosterone-driven inv- individuals. People who have more testosterone flowing their bodies.
1: Power posing. You get an increase in
0: testosterone and lower levels of cortisol. I'm just saying. I power <laughs> pose on regular. Maybe Go that's where episode, my horny bastardness comes in. Thank episode you, Amy. 14 Sorry about for the that. interruption. Episode 14 for that. Power <laughs> pose. And so what I'm saying is that this is more often in male-bodied individuals because they have more testosterone. Some female-bodied individuals have a shit ton of testosterone, and they experience regular spontaneous sex drive, and that's awesome. I am jealous of them, and I think you're one of them. <laughs> I do work out a lot. Yeah. She is ripped. <laughs> Um So it's so I, this is this is my long-winded version of what happens in long-term relationships. If you, especially if you're dealing with, with people with who are estrogen-driven, so either multiple female-bodied individuals or one female-bodied individual one, you know, other individual, that person will get less phased and want to have sex a lot in the beginning. But after that, it will fade. And that's, that's when they have to be active players in stoking the fire. This is completely normal. So, a lot of and this might even happen to a lot of people with testosterone actually male bodied individuals sometimes they start losing desire too. What happens quite often is someone loses desire after a year it's just really it 's really normal, and I want to normalize that because people have a lot of shame about it what 's wrong with me it must be the birth control blah 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 no now your, your your response has changed, and now you are an active player in stoking your own fire so instead of waiting for this nat, this thing to flow through you, you create it either on your own or with your partner. And it's, so you're an active player now. It's a responsive, it's active. I have
1: three friends that I can think of off the top of my head because I talk on a regular to my girlfriends. A lot of times they're, you know, female-bodied individuals that have partners that are male-bodied individuals in heterosexual relationships that are more long-term, like two plus years, um, that their partners do not want to have sex with them on a regular basis as often as they'd like and um they it don't go, know why it goes other and other ways i have one of my closest friends who i adore that experiences this and she doesn't know what to do and yeah. it's actually um you know and she's like i am a sexual creature i fucking need this what do i do yeah. and i've given her a lot of tools and, and what are the um,
0: tools you know of course talking about it well talking about it and therapy they're in therapy
1: and um and it, and it comes down to um a lot of the stuff is um is deep within himself yes. and he has a lot of shame, but he's not willing to, um, to deal with it. And, and he that's won't. Ha-
0: that's what's hard is. So when, a lot of times, long-term relationships, people will hit a crossroads where it's like, okay, here's where we're stuck. And one person's like, I don't want to do the work. Yeah,
1: and he's refusing to. And she's like, I'm going to be done. That would kill relationships. And, it, and it's killing or, their relationship.
0: Or it could be a restructuring. Hey, we're going
1: to continue well, staying together, for, but yeah. I'm going to
0: be sleeping with other people. Well, that's what
1: I suggested to her. I said, look, you need to... Well, I don't like to need or should people, but I said, if you want to stay in this relationship, what I would do is... Tell him that you want an open situation and yeah, see what needs. the reaction is. And if that isn't a thing and an option that's not on the table, then, you know, give it a little bit more time. And if it's still not, um, it's n- not an operational situation because he fulfills her in every other way except sexual. Mm-hmm. And she has, I, and I have two other friends. And that's really common. It's, in, and It's very common. Where people are like, everything's perfect except for sex. Yeah. I, I, can, I can tell you, like, this is very much, especially in the professional world, um, with, with women like that are on the road, that are traveling a lot, that have like this like powerhouse situation. And it's probably, I'm just speaking because these are the women that, um, come to mind that have spoken with me about it. Um, it's like they're in these relationships, they come home and it's this sexless thing. And, um, I don't know if the partners, and it's not just hetero. I'm talking, this is like in all sorts of, um, transgendered relationships and,
0: um, just queer really yeah queer all relationships all relationships. It's just yes. relationships
1: and it's and and uh, i have uh, a wonderful gay friend that is uh in a sexless relationship with his partner mm. and he's like i don't know what the fuck to do and i had to sit down with his partner and i was like look like what's going on and and trying to get tools about getting in touch with his shame like what happened yeah. with like within yourself like why
0: what, well, what so that's 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 the key right there when we did our episode 14 on the Is it like five or six steps? I don't even remember. To erotic empowerment. When there's a desire discrepancy and it is based on someone has deeply rooted shit, whether it's shame or, you know, there's something deep where someone is just like, I'm not willing to go there. That's where they need to go on their own. They need to go to need, but like, that's that's what needs to happen. They need to go do the work.
1: And that's the time where... They need to make the decision. They either you you either move or on from the, the relationship partner. or lose the partner, yeah. or you have or to make re- a new relationship. Yeah. And that's a hard truth. That's yeah. a fucking hard truth. But that is the fact. And you know, people can say, "Oh, my grandparents were married for fifty five years, and they're happily married." Or they my weren't having are lot married. Of sex. <laughs> But this is the thing. This is two thousand seventeen. Yeah. We're in this whole new shift, this whole new consciousness of society, and I'm sorry, I'm not going to live like my grandparents lived. Oh no! We are in such a uh, blessed era where we get totally. We
0: know what we can have. And that's what's different from everyone else. Uh, Esther Perel, who does wrote the book "Mating in Captivity," and she does a lot of work on infidelity. I'm and listening cheating. to. That. I have an hour left, and I'm oh I my Audible, God. it's she's amazing, so amazing. And so she she's about, from Belgium,
1: and she has an amazing accent she's to listen brilliant. to. Brilliant, she's never really a genius. She
0: has even some free stuff on Audible. You can listen to some of her sessions. I think she gets paid like a thousand dollars an hour. She's incredible. Um, she talks about how, uh, our generation, you know, people anywhere between actually anyone. Anyone that's probably under 50, I don't know. It's just more so than not, there's people on this planet that know. It's almost like a sense of entitlement. I know what I can have. I know I deserve happiness, bliss, great sex, deep connection. You know, there's just so much more that's available to us. And so it makes it so when people, it comes to like infidelity and and kind of like sneaking out and having these other things that make us feel good. There's a level, level of entitlement because we know that it's available to us. Whereas our grandparents... Had no fucking clue. Well, people... Right. And people now are are in relationships
1: longer. People are living longer. And um, relationships, I mean, 100, 200 years ago didn't last 50 years. Yeah. That is like medical science. It's, it's research and development of, you know, um, products that help us live longer. And um, if you want two really good books from this podcast, The Mating in Captivity is amazing. And then also identifying what your... And we talked about this earlier. Yes, um, the... Um, identifying the language of love that your partner has. There's the five languages oh, yeah, of five love. And we've love talked. Yeah, we talked about that before. Yeah. And I like to identify mine. I actually, I speak it to my partner now because I didn't do that before.
0: Yeah. So the love languages.
1: And then the other one is, um, just identi- identifying your, um, your erotic, um, core erotic theme. Core erotic theme. I always yeah. fuck it up. Yeah. Episode two. Episode two. But yeah. those are, those two yeah. books in spe- specifically are really helpful. And then the core erotic theme is something that we've n- dived into. Dove?
0: Dove. Dove. Yeah. Oh, my God, please. I think, my I think English is true. Cr- no someone boydo. send me a hateful email if I said it wrong.
1: <laughs> uh, <no>. It's dived. <laughs> down, dived. <laughs> Down. So I think that in general, okay, and, and I, I never want to say walk away from something. And I have told my girlfriend... Whom I adore and love, I said, Look, it might be time to walk away. It might be time to walk away. And And, remember, we're always trying to create a win win with everything a win win. And you can compromise, but never sacrifice. And if you're sacrificing a bit of something that is so important to you that there isn't a way around it, then, then I'm sorry, it's time to recalibrate and it's time to move on. And well, it's okay. It's hard. I know sometimes you have kids, you have houses, you have bank accounts, you have a million different things, but honey, this is life. Yeah. Move your on. Your needs are
0: important. That's your like, needs are your needs. If someone is will not willing to do the work and you have needs that they're not willing to do work on, then that's something to consider otherwise you're just going to have
1: to and and if you're not willing to part ways
0: you with this person it. and then yeah. it's, there's plenty of people that create new new age relationships where they're in a companion marriage or relationship where they know that they're able to have other intimate relationships with you know other romantic relationships with people but they still stay together right. and there's there's just there's so many ways to have, be in relationship it isn't just you know they're man and they're woman and they stay married and they have kids and they never separate. and, and they, they only are attracted to each other. And right. they Never want to fuck anyone else. That that's a load of bullshit. That is like like what is that like one percent of the population? Um,
1: maybe. That? And that's the one percent that you many. want a good book. Sex at Dawn. Oh yeah. All Sex about at the, Dawn. Oh the, yeah. So
0: that podcast I was on. His podcast I know. Was coming out Chris in like a week Ryan. Yeah.
1: I'm I'm in the middle of that book. It's oh, fucking it's brilliant because so I love research and yeah. that book it, is yeah. like. Totally amazing. I want to meet him. Yeah. He like totally he's has a crush hilarious. on you. Huge. No, he has
0: a crush on everyone. I, he <laughs> wants to bang it out. He's like, yeah, I'm pretty I mean, he's, I mean, he's just a free spirit.
1: I think this episode encompassed
0: a lot, and I hope that there's some great takeaways. Oh, wait, but I want to comment on one of those. Oh, yeah. Behind. Sorry, okay. sorry. So key points, people. meeting in captivity. Let's talk about this real quick. We talked about that. It's by Esther Perel. Um, so this is one thing for long-term relationships to consider. She suggests that. We want a perfect balance of individuation and attachment and individuation, meaning I have my own life, my own hobbies, my own friends. I spend time with them. I do my thing and attachment, meaning I love my partner. We spend all these a lot of time together. We connect, we go do this together and that together. And if you're just doing one or the other, so I have my own life and all my friends and my own hobbies and I do all my own and I never involve my partner in that. And I'm actually like doing more of that than spending time with my partner. That kills connection desire. Likewise, if we have too much attachment, all I do is stay with my partner all the time and never have any of my own anything. There's no mystery. There's no stories to share because we're sharing all the same things. That kills desire. So what Esther Perel suggests is you want a great balance of the two of them. I have my own thing and we spend a lot of time connecting. So this is really, really common in long-term relationships to be out of balance with that. So looking at that. Um, I already talked about spontaneous versus responsive sex drive. Um, Also, if you're in a desired discrepancy situation with a partner where one person, maybe they want sex six days a week and you want sex two days a week, you find a middle ground there. And so one person isn't right. Communicate. One, yeah. And find the middle ground. And this is like the win-win that April talks about. Talk it isn't like, partner. oh, I'm just going to give in and have sex six days a week, even though that's not what I'm getting. Or yes. I'm on. not going to
1: have sex at all. Cause I just, I am not in the mood. Communicate. Yes. Communicate Negotiate. and find
0: out a middle ground. Okay. I hear your needs for six, mine are two. Let's be in the middle and do three to four. And, and hopefully your partner is going to also want to. Get on
1: board with that. I yeah. mean, it's it's you're or trying and, to create a win-win. So. And
0: when you do the three to four here, doesn't mean it has to always be penetrative sex because we still want you to listen to your yeses and your noes. So if you're getting a big no on penetrative, penetrative sex, but you know that your partner has a love desire and you want to be able to connect with them and to meet their needs uh, while still being true to your needs, you can be in a place of just giving. Maybe we'll use a hot octopus sex toy on you or on myself because I'm the horny one or you're the horny one. And I'll just watch or mutual masturbation or let's just make out and dry hump. There's so many ways there where people can still get needs met and still listen to their inner yeses and no's. And also turn off the television. Turn off
1: your social media. We talked about that.
0: Shut it down. (laughs) Just be present (laughs) with your partner. And lastly, date nights, people. So we talked about the people who are really busy with their jobs or their children. And they're constantly trying to find time to just like just connect for 20 minutes. That, you know, spontaneity is your best friend because it's like, okay, we only have this time, so let's do what we can. And sometimes we need to plan shit. Like, hey... It's been hard to connect. Let's schedule a babysitter for and this I night have And I have friends that are like, I. they have like two kids and I'm like, I
1: haven't been out with my husband in three years. And I'm like, that's not okay. Find a fucking Get a sitter. friend Care. or Care.com, yo. Care.com. If it's you're in Santa Cruz, I'm really fucking great with kids, okay? Yeah, yeah. Call and I don't them. even really charge. April, will watch your I will children. give them the I'll, realness I of I the world. I probably won't,
0: but <laughs> April will. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so find, so schedule date nights, you know, one date night a week. And, and date nights. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna end this podcast with a couple of ideas of what you can do. You guys ready? I'm starting this thing that's going to be, eventually it's going to be a hundred. I'm not gonna share a hundred with you here, right? I'm not even at a hundred, but a hundred things to do with your partner on a date night. So I'm gonna just give you a couple ideas. Uh, okay. Well, number one, surprise your partner by decorating your kitchen plus cooking dinner from a specific theme or country. A night in Italy, a night in Thailand, a night in Peru. Mm. I love it. India, because India is so pretty. Put some cushion
1: on the ground. I like it. Do okay. some and order in. Hey. you don't have to cook it. Hey. Just, I know you just don't even have to cook it. Just don't have time. order it. Order um, it.
0: So and then there's your like, of course, go out to dinner. Yeah, go to a movie. Blah blah blah. Spend your evening, play- your evening play touching and exploring, but with no words. Speak through touch and silence. Uh, Give your partner a central massage for absolutely no reason. Use lots of body-safe oils all over the body and use more than your hands to massage. Forearms, breasts, get creative. I like that one because also
1: you're giving a massage, so it's like connecting and and relieving the stress of the the day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Handwrite love letters to each other on fancy stationery and seal it up with a kiss and then leave them in places that they'll find. Ooh, or post-its. Post-its, yeah. Um, play a word game. Say a central, arousing, or erotic word and then your lover can say a word in response. Repeat as long as desired and get aroused. I actually got this idea from someone else and I really liked it. Or well, the Mad Libs of,
1: of, of like fun sex stuff too. Yeah. Like do like a fake Mad Libs thing. Yeah, you, you know? create your own. Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, plan seemingly impossible adventures together. Adventures together. What do you want to do together, then set a date and make them happen, or plan a, a, adventures together. Just like, just daydream. Like, talk about what would That's we do if up. we didn't have. You're these only as big as, as big as your dreams are. Yeah, just only as big. That's what I'm doing. I'm it. doing Croatia
1: with my partner oh, next hey. month. Hey.
0: I like it. Uh, uh, wash your lover's hair for them. Give them a nice long bald. head massage. Uh, okay, then don't wash <laughs> their hair <laughs> and give them a long, nice head massage as you shampoo. <laughs> I like that. Uh, give your lover oral sex while they're preparing dinner or washy dishes. Ooh. Ooh, that's hot. That's
1: actually really fucking hot. That's yeah, super hot. While they're loading a the dishwasher. Yeah. Although like you might get drips and I'm a
0: germaphobe, <laughs> but like, I
1: like, <laughs> oh my God, God, I can't believe you did that.
0: Um, let's see. I'm gonna give you a couple more, but I have a massive list and soon I will give you about a hundred of them and some <laughs> other way to or Um, let's see. Try role play, see what personas you can take on, go with whatever turns you on or get creative and become animals or fictional characters. You could be the goose to my maverick anime. <laughs> me mayday, 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 Um, Have underwear or naked cooking dinner nights. And oh, then- that's fun. In high heels. Do stripper nights. Stripper nights. Wait, you didn't let me finish. Damn it. And then dance in the kitchen as you cook in your underwear. But as April says, stripper nights.
1: I have stripper nights. P.S. I just put on stripper music that I love and like get my stripper heels on and literally. Was that the doorbell? Yep. Do you need to go? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Mr. Rogers style. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. but stripper nights you've seen it I'm I've like, done a oh stripper God, night for you before Ripper
0: moves are fucking yeah. ridiculous I'm not
1: talking about like anybody could do it put on some stripper songs get yeah. on some stripper heels you don't have to take off stuff I just come out I do a whole thing it is empowering as fuck and it's fun and literally it can turn on a whole I do, I've done it for girl
0: partners um I've been who is that? Somebody's There's here. pounding at the door. Okay, I'm gonna leave you last one. Then we say ciao for now. Ahem. Learn to say how to say sexy phrases to each other in another language. Choose five to six words or phrases and have sex while only saying those words. hi Oh, that's all right. so hot. We're
1: end it at that, people. End it at that. Thank you so much for tuning in, y'all. We love you all, and we'll see you next Tuesday. And ciao for now.
0: Don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com.